Good morning. Your morning moment of faith this morning is coming from 1 John, the fourth chapter. I will be reading verses three, 1 through 3. And the word of God reads, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into this world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. The Antichrist spirit is in this world now. And you got people that don't even believe in Christ anymore. They are against everything that pertains to God, everything that reverences God, everything that references God. They are against it. They want people to discredit God. They want people to not even recognize that God is our Lord and our Savior. But when Jesus When Adam and Eve fell, Jesus was sent to this earth. The word became flesh to come into this earth to redeem us from the sin that we was headed for. Um, Jesus came to redeem us back into the right standing with God. Now, because Jesus came in the flesh, because the word became flesh, Satan cannot believe that. Because when Jesus came, Jesus was born of a virgin. He tried to kill him when he was born. But even when he came face to face with Jesus, after Jesus, after God anointed Jesus and Jesus was getting ready to start his ministry, but the Holy Spirit took him to be tempted. The devil tempted him three times. The devil was standing face to face with Jesus and he still did not recognize him. He still did not know who he was. This was, Jesus was the man that he had been chasing all of his life and he was face to face with him and he still didn't know who he was because he was asking him to prove himself. Now, if he knew who he was without a doubt, he Jesus didn't have to prove himself, but Satan stood there and he tempted Jesus three different times to try to get Jesus to say who he was because he didn't know. He did not know. But see, but see, Jesus stood his ground and Jesus did not have to, he did not have to um, prove himself to Satan at all. But Jesus took the word and he defeated Satan. So Satan thinks, he was thinking that, that, okay, if he didn't prove himself, then this may not, this is not who I've been looking for. It was at the crucifixion that Satan's eyes was open. It was at the crucifixion because Satan said, had he known, he said, had he known who Jesus was, he wouldn't have crucified him because through what Jesus, what he meant to take Jesus out, it was actually was, it was the redemption that was needed for us. His blood had to have been shed for us. And it redeemed us from the curse that we was under because Adam and Eve had had given in to him. 
they had given into him and had given him given him dominion. But see, this is the thing with Satan. This is the thing with Satan. When when the Bible says that everybody that confessed that Jesus Christ come in the flesh is of God and the people that do not confess that Jesus Christ came in the flesh is of the Antichrist. What this what these what these verses are telling us right here is even though Satan crucified Jesus on the cross, right? Satan still cannot wrap his head around the fact that a man was crucified, that a man defeated him. See, Jesus showed us that we have the capability to withstand Satan, and Satan don't want to believe that. So when if people say that Christ didn't come in the flesh, that is the Antichrist spirit. That is what um, that is what we are being told to recognize when you hear people that speak that don't give Jesus, uh, don't put Jesus in his right place in the in the Trinity. You know, they don't recognize the what Jesus did on the cross. That is the Antichrist spirit because Satan cannot. He cannot. Um, he will not accept that he was defeated by a man. See, Jesus was all, he was all man. He was all flesh when he was on that cross. He felt everything just like if if it was one of us. Jesus felt everything that happened to him on that cross. He felt the nails. He felt when they ripped his beard out and when they beat him and, and when his feet was nailed. You know, he felt when they pierced him in his side. He felt when the flesh when they was beating him with that that cat of nine tails and it was ripping the flesh off of his back. He felt all of that because Jesus was man. He was a man when he went through all of that. And see, Satan cannot wrap his head around the fact that Jesus went through all of that and was still crucified and still defeated him. He cannot wrap his head around that. And what Jesus did, what Jesus endured, he gave us the ability to endure these little things that we're dealing with. That's why the word of God said that our afflictions but are but for a moment and they are light afflictions. Because if you compare your affliction, compare the thing that you are dealing with today, compare that to what Jesus endured on the cross, compare that to to him being tied up and beaten um, by the Romans. You know, the Romans, they, they, they showed no mercy on him. They showed no mercy. They beat him in an inch of his life. And Jesus did not complain. He did not open his mouth. The Bible said he said not one word. The only words that Jesus spoke was when he was on the cross. And he asked God, why had he forsaken him? And that was because he was taking on our sins. That's why his body was absorbing our sins. Our mess. He was taking that on his body. And when you study the crucifixion in the Bible, that the movie, The Passion of Christ, it 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 did, it moved me. 
And, and, and I cried, especially when they was beating him, especially when they was beating Christ, because I cried because I was like, you, you put yourself in this position and I wasn't even born yet. And you was doing that for me. You was doing that because you knew when I came into this world that I was I was going to fail. You knew that um, that I was going to fall into sin and I was going to need to be redeemed. You did that for me. So for this for this this being, you know, to try to discredit who Jesus is, I won't have it. I won't have it. So I have to make myself aware of the people that are choosing to follow Satan. The people that are choosing not to acknowledge who God is. Not to acknowledge what Jesus did on the cross. You know, they have their right. They have their right not to accept Christ. And they have their right to go to hell. Because God said that he wishes that none should perish. But you got a lot of people that are really, really, really wanting to go to hell. And sometimes when a person pushes and insists on their way, insists on on wanting to do their thing, you just got to back up and you got to let them go. And you got to let them find out for themselves what it is that they are really pursuing. And usually when you when you let them pursue that, they get to see the rawness of the sin that they walking into. You know, God, God sent Jesus here to redeem all of us and us each day getting up purposely wanting to sin or purposely wanting to live outside live our life outside of the redemption that is ours you know then you are going to face what it is that is awaiting you. You're going to face what Satan really has for you. He's going to dress that sin up to lure you out, out from under the safety of the umbrella of God. He's going to he's going to tempt you through that sin. And these are things that, that God will put into your mind and he will remind you of. Satan is going to dress that sin up. He's going to dress it up as a woman and that woman is going to be alluring to you and it's going to be, a, he's going to be pleasing to your eyes. He's going to dress that man up. He's going to be a sweet talker and he's going to hit every point that you may be desiring to hear. But And Satan is going to send that thing to you. He's going to dress up. You know, people have, people are tempted with food and they're tempted in drugs. He will say whatever the desire is, whatever that sin is that Satan is using to to lure you from under the umbrella of safety, he is going to, he's going to put, he's going to put extra on it to pull you out because he doesn't want you in that because he wants us to not acknowledge who Jesus is, not acknowledge what Jesus has done because he can't accept it. He can't wrap his head around it and he can't believe that a man defeated him. And that's why he works overtime to defeat us. That's why he works overtime to bring all this sin, all this mess in our lives. So we need to learn to think about what it is we think about and putting our eyes on and allowing to get into our ears because those things is what's pulling us from the safety of God. God has done what he has done for us. God has loved us so much. He gave his son. He gave his son. And whether Satan recognizes him or not, is no, that is not my problem. That is not my problem because I know who my Lord and Savior is. I know what Jesus did for me on that cross. 
And I know how Jesus pulled me from the grips of Satan. He pulled me from the grips, from, from the fringes of hell. And I appreciate that. God knows that, that our flesh is weak. And see, that's what Satan prays on is our flesh. But God is wanting our spirits to be willing, our spirits to be drawn to him, to lead our flesh. He's wanting our spirits to lead our flesh. But a lot of us get into this sin and we get that flesh satisfied and we just want that high. We want that next high of that sin. But it's only drawing us and pulling us away from Christ. And that is what it's doing. It may feel good, but it's good for just a moment. Because Satan is a momentary enemy that just wants to. He wants to just destroy your soul through sin so so you so you will feel so bad and, and you will be so broken down that that you will want to walk away from Christ. God, God will not push us away. God will accept us. He, God said he would go to hell. He said if we make our beds in hell, he will come down and he will get us. But see, Satan plays on our mind through the sins, through our flesh, and he gets us so twisted up in that sin and so wrapped up in it that we'll walk away ourselves. That's how we are defeated. Not that God doesn't want us. We walks away thinking that God doesn't want us. So we have got to learn to think about what we're thinking about. We've got to learn to get our lives in line with the word of God because there's a reason for it. There's a reason why sin is called sin. And that's the reason why God said that when we sin, um, sin is death. Death that's separating from Christ. Because that was the only time that God turned his back on Jesus was when Jesus was taking our sins on because God cannot look upon sin. He cannot look upon sin. And he said the wages of sin is death. He said, but the gift of God is eternal life. I want eternal life. I've tasted sin. I've tasted how sin is. Yes, it is sweet when you taste it. But the Bible says that when it gets down into your soul, that that is that's when it starts affecting you. So you have got, I have got, we have got to know that this enemy is coming in to try to discredit who Christ is. So he can pull us away from our eternal life. I pray that as you mull over these words today, as you think about what you're thinking about, and as you take the take the things that that you are stumbling with to God and you lay it on, on the cross and you ask God to help you through this, that you will know that God loves you and God will reach down his hand and he will pick you up out of the foulest of sin because that's all sin is. It's just a foul situation. It's a foul situation that we get entangled in. But God's love is able to come in and wash us as white as snow. So I pray that as you have as you have a blessed day today, keeping your mind on the things of Christ, I hope you understand how much God loves you. Regardless of the sin that you are in, just know you've been redeemed. God just needs you to take, reach out and take his hand and let him lead you out of it. I pray that you know 
you know that, um, that God, what God has done for you before he would do it again, that God's love, nothing that you can do will separate you from God's love. God will pour his love out on you. His love has no, it has no limits. It has no conditions to it because he loves, he loves, he gave you every drop he gave you every drop of blood in his body to show you how much he loved you. And I pray that as we realize that and as we walk in that today, I can't give all my blood to show you how much I love you, but I can show I can tell you that I love you, that you are my friend, that I am glad that God has brought you into my life and that I pray over each of you daily. And I pray that you all be blessed today. Enjoy the Lord, be in his presence, and just let God love on you. Have a blessed day today, saints. Peace.